Hey there, this is Rochelle Austin with a new podcast by the name of Spades and Salt. I'm excited to be here with you and spend some time on a regular basis to be able to share some things with you. So the purpose of the podcast is to help educate, edify, and evaluate different places where we are in in our personal lives, in our business, in our relationships. So it's not going to be relationship-based, but a lot of things will trickle in there based on the topics that are being presented. And so I wanted to explain a little bit about myself, the name of the podcast, how I got it, so you can get familiar with me. And a little bit of my background, and I'm not going to go fully into my background. I will share snippets here and there, and hopefully that'll give you kind of a a full picture of where I've been and where I'm going, because I think that matters with all of us. We are where we are right now, but are we going to stay here? And I hope the answer is no. We should be progressing, right? So if we are in a boat, in a river, that's where we all are. We're either paddling our way there or we're letting the current take us where, wherever it wants us. So we need to have a little bit of control over that. So the name of the podcast that I have started is called Spades and Salt. So I knew that sounds a little bit obscure. And honestly, when I shared it with a couple of people on what I was going to do, they were absolutely confused. <laughs> so I want to explain a little bit about that because I know it's not clear, but it honestly has quite a bit of meaning. And so I hope you can appreciate where this comes from. When I was thinking about the word spade, or coming into spades, I guess, um, I I was actually looking at something, and this was, I had been contemplating for quite a while on what I would name my podcast. I I wanted to to symbolize some things that that are personal to me, but I thought would be beneficial to you as well. So spades, or coming into spades, means abundance. And so I thought, you know, what is abundance? Abundance can come in our struggles, can come in our trials, but they can also come in times of success. At one point or another, we all have things in our lives that are just crappy. They just don't pan out the way that they want. We want them to, and we just got to work a way around it. And I'm looking back on my journey on, on where I've been and where I am right now, and it's absolutely been the struggles that have brought abundance. And it's been the struggles that have stretched me and strengthened me if we allow them to, if we try not to kick against it and really learn and say, okay, what am I supposed to learn from this? Where should I go from here? We are really forced to look at the resources that we didn't know we had and be able to expand on that and be able to stretch ourselves. So this podcast is again about stretching myself and really reaching out to others who might be searching as well. So I appreciate your time. The other part is the salt. So I think about salt. I think about savor and what that is and how it adds. It, it builds into our relationship. And we need to know that we, we need to believe that we can add salt or savor into our business and also into our relationships. And so I hope that with each of these podcasts that we can go through and, you know, we can, we can embrace in our struggles and in our strengths and in our, um, in our successes, but also become the saver in our business and our relationships. So a little bit about myself. Um, I've, I've actually been in my current venture. I own a global business. And uh, since about two, yeah, 2016, so it's been 
two and a half years, believe it or not, and it's been the best thing ever. And I hope wherever you are at, you are loving it. And if not, find a way to adjust and make it what you want, because really that's what life is about. And if you're kind of in between, because sometimes we make those sacrifices, okay, I got to do this for a little bit until I can get where I want, that is totally fine. We have all done that. I live in Arizona in a small town of 7,000 people, so really uh, small, (laughs) podunk, but it has a lot of benefits here, which is why we wanted to come back. This is actually my husband's hometown, and but before that, we lived in metropolitan Phoenix area, and so there was some benefits there, but there are also definitely some things that I did not appreciate. The heat being number one, guys, it's killer. And just the mass amount of people that are, that are down there, but it provided a lot of opportunities. And one of the things that I was able to do is I finished my schooling there. I went to ASU. So those of you that are not Devils fans, that's to- Sun Devils fans, that's totally fine. I wasn't either. I just went to school there out of convenience, and I had scholarships and that sort of thing. But I, got, I earned my degree from ASU. I was married at the time. Then I ended up working corporate, and I worked a couple of different jobs where actually things were able to be offered to me that I didn't really have to apply there because because I had people that uh, depended on me, that loved me, that like, oh my gosh, you should come work for me. And so that was kind of nice. So I worked in the aerospace and semiconductor industry for a while. I really enjoyed that. Then I transitioned into motherhood which um, was very difficult for me. Those of you know, those have been, who have been mothers um, or are mothers, if they've ever transitioned to that, that can be very difficult going from where you're appreciated and people recognize you um, with a level of importance and give you great responsibilities to all of a sudden now you're wiping boogers and, and butts. And <laughs> so I will say that being a mom has been absolutely awesome. It's been very difficult. Honestly, I would say it's easier to go to work and get paid than come home and just be a stay-at-home mom, quote-unquote. And But I've learned a lot from doing that. But during that time, I felt like there were some things that I still wanted to do. So you don't stop learning just because you're in one uh, vocation or another, right? So being a stay-at-home mom, I still wanted to do something. Not... Not to replace the time that I was spending with my kids, but actually to supplement. Um, I feel like as as parents, as well, even as aunts and uncles, if you don't have your own your own children, you can still be a mentor and have a positive impact in those kids' lives because they're looking to you, whether you know it or not. So I wanted to stretch myself a little bit further. So I decided to be a writer. So I was a children's writer. I had some pieces published, and that was really exciting. I still dream about finishing my novel one of these days. Um, still have that story in my head, but I know it's just not the right time right now. I've also been a fitness instructor. I love health. I love fitness. I love working my ladies hard. I love working hard. I love feeling that burn. Um, Some of you might think I'm a nutcase for that, but I absolutely love it. And I've been able to continue doing that for probably about seven years. Uh, And on top of that, in addition to that, I know I... uh, I decided to become a small business owner. And I'll, I'll tell you this story a little bit later because it's kind of interesting how I fell into that. So, so I, I will tell you that my, science, or my major from ASU that I, that I graduated with was science. I love science. That was my thing. Um, and so I went from science 
to, you know, something that was kind of related in the corporate field, which I loved, uh, to being a mom, to being a writer, which doesn't really have any correlation at all, to fitness, no correlation to a now a small business owner, which was making designer chocolate truffles. And so you're like, how in the heck? You are all over the place, lady. But I will tell you that I don't think we're meant to be in one particular area. I think that our potential and the talents that we are given, like we don't even know that we have some of these talents, but I guarantee you that you do. And once you expand, you're like, okay, I'm going to try it. Once you get into that and really spread your wings, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually pretty dang good at this. And so I got into the business part of it, which I, I'm sorry, you know, I don't mean to say this, but business has never had an interest for me. Those who told me, you know, I have a brother-in-law, he loves business, he's amazing at it. That was his major. All I could think of was, was snooze-orama. That, that sounded awful. <laughs> and science was boring to some people, so it's just, you know, to each his own. But business, and so I looked into it, decided, you know, I'm going to do this, make designer chocolate truffles, and I did that for five or six years. It just burned me out because it was me, myself, and I. When it came to that, I did have some help, I did hire, but I just... I only went as far as I wanted to go. It wasn't something that I wanted to really pursue past that. And so I decided I wanted to transition out of that. And around the same time, something happened. And I know, like, looking back, a lot of the experiences that I had leading up to that point just a few years ago, like, wow, you know, paths really came together. Can you guys see that in your lives? Like where you're at, where you want to go, where really, you know, hindsight, things came together and the path became clearer. And at that, and you know, that's how it is right now for me being, you know, a few years into this new business venture that I'm doing. And it, it, it was brought to me actually by a friend and it was acquaintance. So I did Little League Baseball. I was on the board. I had a huge assignments, you know, because we're all busy in things. And so I was involved in baseball. I was involved in my church with a huge girls camp that I was putting on, which had a lot of responsibility. I was still having this other business, my candy business that I hadn't given up yet. And I was still, you know, taking care of a lot of other responsibilities and had a garden. Guys, I was jam-packed full. And I know we spend our time where we, where we know, where we feel it's most valuable. And so once, you know, I had to flip my thinking on this new business venture, guys. I really did. And I'll tell you more about that a little bit later. But once I saw what it was, it was awesome. I was super excited. I knew this would stretch me. I knew it was something totally different that I had never done before. And so I gave up some things, guys, so that I can do that because I found that this was more valuable and better use of my time than some of the other things I had been doing. Was I still able to be a mom? Am I still able to be a mom? Absolutely. 100%. But I'm able to apply myself in different ways and utilize my time better. And so that, that's kind of my background on where I've been. And I'm currently still involved in my business, which I absolutely love. Um, so I would just, you know, I would just say that, you know, I love this quote by T. Harv Eckerd. Pick, pick a mentor. I hope that each day you're committed to some personal development. And I, I try, you know, 
whether that for you is a great book, you know, I've, I've utilized um, John Maxwell, T. Harv Ecker, Andy Andrews, um, Carrie Dickey, you know, a lot of these other ones that, oh, and, you know, Darren Hardy. So pick some mentors that you can really draw information out of that can put you in the right mindset. We use mindset a lot, but God, you know, honestly, the, the real estate between our ears you got to protect that with a vengeance. I think if we're really focusing on all the crap that's going on in the world, that is where our mindset is going to be, and it's going to affect everything within our life. It's like a ripple effect. So I, you know, one of um, the things that T. Harv Ecker, he puts out there is that your life is not just about you. Crazy, right? It's also about contributing to others. It's about living true to your mission and reason for being here on this earth at this time. So I feel my purpose is not necessarily my own. It's about contributing in any way that I can to somebody else. And I hope you feel the same. And I hope you embrace who you are and not just be satisfied with who you are now. Some people will say, you're perfect just the way you are. And I think you're shorting yourself if you say that. If you are telling somebody that, you're saying, no improvement is needed. You don't need to grow. I say embrace growth. I say embrace the things that come our way, struggle or success, and I know we'll be in better, better waters because of that. So thank you so much for your time. Have a splendid day, and we'll talk soon. 